Good evening. Hi. It's been a while, a few days since I've been on and I needed to touch base about basically family. Family can be the best thing in the world if you appreciate one another. But when it comes to different viewpoints of what each other may feel about one another or decisions that another one has made that each other don't agree on, then family can be one of the worst things ever. I say that with much respect because family is something that's supposed to be a good thing I think but throughout my life I have realized that everything is not going to be the way it's stated in a dictionary when it comes down to or an almanac the meaning of it when it comes to emotion and attachment and spiritual viewpoints as well as just not making the right decisions with certain things take um when you when you deciding on family you would think of it being like um a mom and a dad some um, some children, grandma and granddad, and so on and so on. And that could just be the foundation of it. But the foundation of family is love. Love is the best foundation for anything that we may encounter in life, period. But at, at the point of another person's feelings and stuff like that, it, it can be somebody might say, well, um, stability is the foundation. Or some might say children are the foundation. Or some might say that the father is the foundation or the mother is the foundation. So on, whatever viewpoint that you may think things to be when it comes down to family, um, it's the togetherness. It's a group thing. Family is a group word. And uh, we tend to uh, not appreciate one another from time to time. I, you know, that's that's just life. Um, some may do things to one another that, that cause a lot of hurt and pain and disappointments and letdowns. And sometimes it could be just uplifting, you know. It's just all about how you take in, how you appreciate it. I always had the dream of having a family where there was like nothing but love and honor and respect and this and that. But outside looking in or inside looking out, I might say, well, hey, uh, the, somebody down the street's family is doing much better than mine because my family don't show as much love as this family do. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors with anybody's family um, but your own and you can't compare 
what another pe- person is doing compared to what you're doing and you're seeing on the outside. And you just have to take the good with the bad and just keep it moving. Not all the time it works that way because sometimes there's lives lost and souls lost and just so many different things that is lost amongst people. And when you can't mend something, if you're not willing to let go of the hurt that another person has put on you, that that alters the point of the groupness or the togetherness and stuff like that. I can remember when I was younger, we used to always be at my aunt's house or my grandma's house and and stuff like that really didn't have a whole bunch of uh men around but it it was a few uh, cousins and uncles and stuff like that but it was mostly a bunch of women and we and they they tend to if you know you had um a bunch of women in a family uh they get out and they 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 cook and and make just make people feel good about themselves with certain things, not not verbally. <laughs> the family that I grew up with, but not all family is the same because a lot of people had to get out and work, and they were so tired and and just wasn't able to do a lot of things that they would like to do. But at the end of the day, it it makes you appreciate the love that that person got out there and tried to provide for you. So the main thing is when you think about family, you got to always think about the sacrifice that another person has made for you. Um, Things that they, they didn't give up on you. They kept, they kept going. You have some family members that will run. <laughs> they wouldn't, they would have children and they wouldn't take care of them and they wouldn't appreciate the good, good things that they can get from you as well as the bad. Um, not looking at what great asset another person can bring to a relationship and a, a family is a is a, a form of relationship. It's a, a form of togetherness. But we don't break it down and look at it from that point of view. We just go through the motions and not appreciate one another and then hold grudges as if <laughs> as if you, you just you have to laugh to keep from crying as if if the grudge is going to be moved by nothing <laughs> like gravity or something like that. Just like you don't have the grudge, um, the petty grudges, to be honest. You got family members that's upset with one another because the mom gave them one child more than the other. And then not even thinking about the point that uh, that one child probably took that that mother or that father through more anguish than the other one they don't look at things like that and me coming up I saw that a lot and a lot when it came down to the point of one child being treated better than the other and that builds up a lot of tension amongst another child or that's building up that type of giving that other those children those type of spirits where 
Um, they don't even understand why they're upset with one another or they don't understand why they're in competition with one another. When you have to go back to the root of the problem, which would be maybe a mom or a dad treating one better than the other one or vice versa. And then think about it. What if that mom passes on? Do you know that mom have still left that 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 pain that she created between those two children, those two siblings, and they don't even know why they're upset with one another. So it's not always good to treat one child better than the other or whatever the case may be, but it's just you just can't have that type of spirit going on because it's generationally passed on to your to your kids and to your kids' kids and the grandkids, great-grandkids and so on. And it's just a bad situation and people growing up empty. But I don't understand why my mom didn't love me. She's treated that one better than she did the other one. Case in point, I I knew this where this family where the um, son, one son got a car when he graduated and then the other son didn't get a car when he graduated. Okay, look at it. You got two boys, both of them graduated. But he left out the point that one kept going to jail, kept being, you know, locked up back and forth and the parent had to keep going to the schoolhouse for him. And and then not only that, that other child just, he just, he just didn't get in a whole bunch of trouble. Um, he wanted to make life as easy as it could be for his parents because he see what he was. The parents had to go through for his, from um, his sibling, but he always his sibling wanted to always fight him or whatever, and he would never fight him back because, hey, bro, I love you. I don't. I don't want to fight you. No, 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 you just you just want to fight. You don't want to fight because you know I beat you and all this and that, that, and that wasn't the case. It was just to the point that that mom and dad had to go through so much with that one sibling because of the bad decisions that he made. He had everything, but sometimes you take on um, spirits from other people and maybe it's just in you or whatever the case may be. So you have to guard your spirit as, as, as much as possible. But that one child felt like that his mom and dad treated his sibling better than he did. they did him. And that wasn't the case. That's just one example of a situation that I know of. And then you have, they grow up and they be, you know, successful men and women or whatever, and they still holding on to that stuff that they went through in the past. But mom and dad done went on and then haven't told them no different. They still holding on to it. When the, you know, the wiser child or wiser son or daughter have seen, well, hey, you took mom and dad through all this, these trials and tribulations. That's the reason why she didn't give you or he didn't give you what he gave me. But that the kids don't, uh, when it comes down to life situations, a lot of people don't look at it that way. They take it as a grain of salt as if it's nothing. And they still keep going on and on when you could have made a better decision and realized that, hey, I didn't have to take my parents through that. Or I didn't have to do that. Or I didn't have to make those decisions. 
But, you know, you have to take the bad decisions that you uh, make as a learning experience to try to do better and not continue to do the same thing over and over again. But it still don't justify a, a parent treating one child better than they do the other. Go back to the point of how parents really work hard sometimes. And then you got some parents that just don't really give a damn. Just plain and simple. Like, hey, you know, I, I created you and this seeing you do what you told. And then, then that's it. And that's not life. That's not how things are supposed to be. You got to show children love regardless of what decision that they make. And some say, well, hey, I, I show them love. I, sh- I show them tough love. Sometimes we can be too tough when it comes down to showing love because some people are not always cut from the same cloth. You got some kids that say, well, hey, my mom was just, or my or my dad was just really mean. When, when they mean well because they had to get out and that's how they were brought up. You know, a lot of older people, 80, 90 years old, I've heard them say, Hey, we used to have to get up early in the morning before dawn, go do this and go do that. Nowadays, these kids don't get up to 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I can relate that. That's one of my uh, boiling points there. Like you expect for me to help you out with something and you just not getting up at 4 or 5 in the afternoon and all the jobs are closed. All the managers are going, gone home. They ain't making, they're not making any decisions to try to um, hire you because you're a slacker. So that's neither here nor there. That's like a whole nother subject. But regardless of what, it's a lot of different things. The reason why some parents treat one child better than the other is because of decisions that they make. Does that mean that they don't love them? No. Does that mean that they don't care? No. Does that mean that they're trying to punish them? To a certain extent, I guess. But when you love, when you have children, and you love like you say you love, that's just a whole nother avenue. Like, wow, are you serious? Did I really make this decision? Did I really take my parents through these type of trials and tribulations? And... You can't get upset with them about it because this is what you did. This is what you created. You can't get upset with them about it. And uh, you get to a point where you're older and you want to do better. I just, I'm 41 years old and I just know that uh, coming up hard, I'm not saying I came up just with the point of a struggle of just not having basically anything. But at least I can just back to the point of my mom she did she I guess she did the best that she could I feel still feel like she could have did better but I just thank God for the trials and tribulations that I went through because when I did get grown it made me appreciate life a little bit better everybody don't appreciate their trials and everybody don't appreciate their tribulations they still take their parents through the same thing you could be 40, 30, 40 years old and you still out here drinking and drugging, sleeping with this person and that person and 
and still don't have nothing to show for it, but your mom or your dad done work to the sweat of their brow to try to provide for you, but yet it's still you're just a hindrance. When it comes down to certain things, then you want to feel like you will suffice. Well, I'm grown and I can do for myself, but don't you think that you owe that to them enough to say, well, hey, mom, dad, I tried and I'm still trying and I'm not giving up. You didn't give up on me, so I'm not going to give up on life and just not do anything. It, it It's really sad how in my culture or, and I'm not saying that it's in, and not in all cultures, but in the African culture, we're here in the United States and there's a lot of absent um, fathers and the father's supposed to be these role models as well as the mothers too. But it's like we have been conditioned to be told, hey, you can get a, another daddy, but you can't get another mama. <laughs> you can't get neither one of them. That's just so sexist to say something like that, but that's a way a lot of people think in my culture because... Nine times out of ten, if you live in a population of 2,000 or 3,000 people, it's, uh, you got with mates, according to having a mom and a dad, you probably got a dad that's done family, three different families. But that's a whole nother story, too, because that's in the South. A lot of us don't even know who we are and why we're here. So, with that being said, you're still bringing on this generational curse of having kids grow up and not know why why my mom treat me like this, or why my dad treat me like this, or why my dad don't ever call me, or why my dad or don't do things with me, go fishing, or, or show me how to do other things. You have some people in life, they feel as if the world owe them a living. When you are blessed to just be here and to enjoy it, I'm not just saying just accept how people treat you. I'm just saying the point that just live your life and appreciate people, especially your parents that has done all that they can do for you. And even the ones that didn't do a damn thing, but made sure that you was birthed to be here and just appreciate them to that degree. I'm not saying for people to just go around and just um, hurt you regardless if they mom, dad, sister, brother, or whatever. Family has a, a limit when it comes down to certain things if you just keep living. Well, you, we, we, you know, that's family. That's family. We have to get out of that type of mindset of saying family is family. And family be the, 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 work, the first ones to turn their back on you. They'll, um, they'll, they'll love you to a certain extent, but when it comes down to making sound decisions or being conditioned to do something, it, it, it tends to be looked over, and uh, it's not right. You know, we it's not right. We've been told for so many years to um, obey your mother and your father, but your mama and your dad is damn near killing you mentally physically and emotionally not calling you and 
not being there for you, working on the jobs and stuff and going to work and feeling as if that's what's life. You go to work and you pay bills and then you die. So then that's what we're getting instilled in our minds that, hey, can you smell the roses? You can't smell the roses when you're working all the time. You can't uh, smell the roses when you're paying bills all the time. You don't have no time for yourself. You don't even know who you are. So that goes way off subject, but at the same time, that type of bitterness and um uh, be built up into siblings as well as children because the family did not make the right decision to to allow that person to be who they were created to be. Family is family, but at the same time, we are all individual people regardless if we are at a group or not a group. You just can't go around hurting one another and expecting for people to be okay with it because hey that's my mom it's okay for her to hurt me hey that's my dad he did the best thing he could but then he done went and fathered so many different uh other children down the street around the corner and then you want me to respect him respect goes a long way with everybody but then we tend to try to just sit back and just take it like as if we're we don't have no feelings or emotions and stuff like that that's just crazy because then that's like hey I don't have a mind and I don't have feelings and stuff and that's that's not life we have to realize that um We have feelings. God um, created everybody. Um, We're not just because they um, made up the point that the um, sperm was introduced to the egg of a scientific thing that we are spiritual beings. And we don't have to take a lot of that just because they're family. We have to let go of these grudges and um, and try to take the good with the bad. I always say take the good with the bad because when you take the bad with the good, then that allows you to practice and to be able to receive the greater good, the greater good in all people. Regardless if it's family or not, we all are created. We're not created the same because we might have like wise or like minds and stuff like that, but we're all individual people. And just because they're family doesn't mean that you're supposed to um, absorb or take how they treat you. And you don't go around hurting them either. So, take the good with the bad, and remember, family is not always family. Well, hello, it's me again. 
Welcome back to my podcast. Let's see what is the topic for tonight. Let's go with the relationship between a mother and a daughter. It's like uh, this could be good, this could be bad, or indifferent. Coming up back in the day, a lot of families uh, go through a lot of turmoil, misunderstanding, and things of that nature. And it causes a lot of tension amongst um, a mother and a daughter. I say that because the mother mimics her mother and she passes on passes it on to her her child so to speak. But with that being said, having a mother and daughter relationship could be a wonderful thing. That could be something that can be just so great you can have do things together do your hair your nails your makeup whatever it is talk about boys and just different stuff you know some parents are really stern and sturdy with a lot of different stuff when it comes down to allowing their offsprings to be introduced to another person's atmosphere or so to speak, other guys and stuff like that. My mom, when I was coming up, she didn't want me talking to any guys. Like, they were just bad. She didn't introduce the things that, since that I am the age that I am now, that guys can be cool too. But that's neither here nor there. I just want you to realize that there's a lot of things that goes on in families at that messes up relationships between a mother and a daughter take this young girl at a young age that she had that relationship that she yearned for so many years with her mother but she never was able to reach her come to find out her mother wasn't shown how to love either so it was like kind of uh good bad and different situation because the daughter never felt that she was accepted because her mom always rejected her in everything that she felt like that she does it was like she never was able to hug her or tell her that she loves her and just be in like a sincere thing it was like something that was rehearsed so you could imagine how that young girl felt because she wanted that love so bad from a mother. And I don't know if it was other issues that um, had went on throughout the years. But, you know, if you have a daughter, you know, show her love and and show her honor and respect her. And she should do that to her mom as well. Because if you take on that bad behavior that your mom or your ancestor had brought, you know, on you or showed you when you were coming up and you pass it on to your your kids, 
you know, you're just passing on a bad spirit from one spirit to the next. They say it's generational curses and stuff like that. I can say that would be a generational curse because the simple fact is at some point someone has to break down that barrier, break down that wall and to allow the love to be able to be come together as one. We can't just keep going through the motions and saying I'm sorry about past hurt or past defeat. You know? It, it it's it's just it's not even worth it because you've allowed years to pass by when you could have um, fixed this. But the love of a mother to a daughter, um, as well as a daughter to a mother, is a wonderful thing because the simple fact is you should be able to tell her the good things that happen to you as well as the bad. And you're not afraid to come to your mom to tell her how you felt today or when you, you know, um, been picked on or somebody has not accepted you or if someone has bullied you or someone has um, touched you inappropriately, there's a lot of barriers that, you know, get built up because you're not communicating with one another. I say that communication is the best thing when it comes down to the relationship between a mother and a daughter you know um i myself don't have any daughters but i always yearn for um a daughter i see a lot of girls being out and um they can they go and to the mall they with their moms and they do the lipstick and the makeup and they call each other on the phone they laugh about good times and stuff like that and just don't don't be really thinking about all the bad things or the gossip and other stuff that's around they're just enjoying one another and that's just wonderful i yearn for that myself and i always wanted to have a daughter so if i i had began to cling to other people's daughters and wanted them to <laughs> uh, feel how I would want it to feel meaning like I wanted them to smile and be happy about themselves you know and it's just crazy I have nieces I would love to um, spend more time with them with a lot of different things and do things with them but then they they become so complacent in different avenues and they can't be on that level with me because they just don't understand how bad I yearn for the point of having a daughter and then I don't want to step on their mom's toes and be like oh I'm just taking over and stuff like that I want everybody to spend as much time with their loved ones that they can especially in the in the younger years or the teenage years teenage years are the most absorbing years where you just absorb everything that's around you and it whatever you absorb <laughs> that's what you put off you know so with that being said i just want people to realize that there is there's a loving and kind relationship that you can have between a mother and a daughter and you should appreciate it you should not take advantage of it 
or or be to the point of hey you know let years pass by and you don't appreciate what that daughter has done for you because you got to think about it one day you you've got to get older and you're going to get older and one day you're going to need each other at any given time you can't just say well hey i'm not going to need her i don't got grown i'm not going to need her anymore you just still you're still going to yearn for that i don't know really what was the concept of what god was trying to put out for that matter to make daughter mothers and daughters to understand but it's kind of crazy because people tend to um hold up that type of thing and regardless of what the situation is it's um it's kind of crazy because then you have two or three daughters and then you can you treat one better than you do the other one and it makes one feel empty on the inside and then she attaches herself with other things in life that you don't agree with and then you're wondering well why is she acting like this duh you're treating one better than you do the other one some parents will say hey um it's not that um it's the way she carry herself and what she continues to do with that I'm not okay with and stuff like that and then she don't have other um, females that she can go to to talk to about her problems or or neither to say that she wants to she wants to talk to her mother so you have to appreciate all that um, the time and uh, misunderstanding as well as understanding when you have a relationship with your children especially your daughters I'm not saying that you treat your sons any different when it comes down to certain things but for the most part appreciate the relationship because we could be here today and gone tomorrow and then you as, as we as women we tend to um, think that Hey, I didn't I didn't really do that to hurt her or hey, I didn't expect that to hurt her feelings or whatever the case may be. Or I'm not I'll call her tomorrow. Then tomorrow came and that person didn't wake up or vice versa or you hold it on to there's just so many different things that you don't have to hold on to because for one you know stuff happens people make mistakes and they go through stuff and it's not really what we plan it to be but sometimes life throws us things in front of us to show us that we need to appreciate one another better and just love each other for the most part you know I'm not saying you're gonna always get along but at least you'll be able to get by and you, you want to um, get rid of all that negative energy that you have that has been passed on from way back in the day from what Big Mama them did and stuff like that <laughs> back in the day we, if you really think back if you had a Big Mama they, they never did anything wrong so we said but they did wrong things too 
and they passed on bad spirits from their wrongdoing to other children, daughters, and stuff like this. Because Big Mama got in there and um, rolled some biscuits and put it in the fireplace and was able to braid some hair and um, wring some chicken necks. Doesn't mean that she didn't make mistakes and do um, wrong things too because then you got to think about it. People don't want to realize it, but Big Mama, why Big Mama had all these children but didn't never have no husband? Or she had a husband, but then it was within the point of Big Mama uh, had children from somebody else's husband, you know? We have to think about all this different stuff. We try to put a Band-Aid on top of sores that is just internally just deteriorating on the inside. And, <laughs> hey, we have to, you know, it is what it is. You know, you have to just speak the truth and stop hiding things because then you have daughters that's growing up and you be wondering why they acting the way they act because it's spirits that you don't carried on from past and you don't covered up things for so long and thinking that it's okay for you to just hey she she took care of the house and this and that there that doesn't that's not gonna cut it that's not how things go we reality is what reality is and we have to appreciate that. That's the that's the main thing. We have to appreciate reality. We can't we have to stop living off of this false hope thinking that things are going to change when we just out of the blue. We hoping that it's going to change, but then we're not trying to take no action to make it change. Stop sleeping with everybody else's husband. Hey. Vice versa. Anything that you feel like that you're not that you're doing that you saw big mama mama them did that and you you felt like in your gut that it wasn't right nine times out of ten it wasn't right that was just something that i just wanted to express tonight because today is uh november the 9th 2018 and we we are still at this point where we're looking over reality of what really is and how we are carrying on this bad spirits of hurting one another. It's time to stop doing this. It's time to start loving each other and telling each other that you're sorry. Mom, I'm sorry. Uh, daughter, I'm sorry. Hey, I know I did this and I know I did that. And You don't call me, but you call my, my, sibling, my, my sister. Um... I know you get tired of me making mistakes and my sister don't make as many mistakes as I do, so to speak, but she still makes mistakes. And uh, being a judge of character, you're supposed to love all of us the same because we're your offspring. We have to realize that life is not like a box of chocolates. You know, um, you see that chocolate, it feels good when you ingest it, but at the end of the day, that chocolate sometimes is not good for us. But um, that's just something that I wanted to express to you all tonight for you to understand 
a little bit about family when it comes down to a mother and a daughter, a daughter and a mother. Um, a lot of people are, are hurting and a lot of people are holding stuff that each other has done to one another and they're not trying to do anything to fix it. And we got to stop it. We got to, we got to, we can't move forward without recognizing or rationalizing the bad situations that we have created. God created us, which is magnificent, but we create these different situations where people are not getting along and they're holding grudges and they're upset with one another and they don't understand why or how or how to fix it or they don't know where to go just talk communicate with one another and 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 try to love if even if you have to just read love listen to love stories listen to loving music relax Expose yourself to something that creates a lot more love and giving. And that right there will make you feel so much better than you holding a grudge and you worry about um, your mom treating one child better than you do the other. She did the other one or vice versa. Um, well, she bought me this, but she didn't buy me that. All I wanted to do is just to spend some time with her or... All I wanted to do was just for her to hug me and show me that she loves me. Just think about it. Have a good night. Happy Sunday, everybody. Today is Sunday. I'm here in St. Louis, Hazelwood, to be exact. And... As I was on my way here, I was thinking about family when it comes down to a son, a boys. I have two boys that I love dearly. I had to basically raise them on my own, so I wanted to talk on that subject of a single woman or a single man raising boys when you're raising children there's a lot of different things that you may miss or you think you're doing the best that you could when it come down to raising them because you took on the same way that you were raised sometimes that's a good thing and then again that's that could be quite bad because time changes as well as people change and the environment change and there's just so many different things that has changed that you have to adapt to when it comes to raising sons you know coming up we really didn't have a whole bunch of uh, role models as males in my culture being in the household they were either doing God knows what or with some other family that's neither here nor there and that's not the subject that's at hand we're talking about um, how boys can't take longer to find out who they really are than girls do and with that being said a single mother 
in my culture is well known to it's a known thing that a lot of women are raising their boys by themselves they don't have um, male role models and and it's it's a touchy subject but it is what it is when it comes down to something like that and these boys are, are latching on to whatever they see and they feel that how they feel like they're supposed to be because they're not having that mimic in the household so they it takes a longer time for them to discover who they are it's a sad case but it's a known case that's just like a known fact and i think if we think back into history it plays a, a big part in that because on the plantations back in the day you would have a strong black male that would be have his family and then all of a sudden somebody else come the sharecropper comes and um, buys him and take him into hit to uh, service his crops and he has already he's been taken away from his family um, people don't um, realize what damage that does to an environment and to people and their their mindset and their and that stunts their growth and then you have young boys that's searching and yearning for that male's role model which is their father that they never had and it can go both ways as well as um with females but our subject today is um young boys growing up to be um young men how do you feel about that like I just go by experience from within myself. Um, my brothers didn't have role models, male role models around them. So they had to find their own way. And which was, we stuck to the point of survival mode. And when you go and get to the point, you have a soul that's trying to survive. They do whatever it is necessary in order to try to make it happen or, or or to survive for that day or for that for that night or for that year or for the existence of them being here so it's not like they, they were you know born with a silver spoon in their mouth and you could just go next door and uh, um borrow somebody else's um dad or whatever but that's just was the case back in those days but that leads the point of that mother raising that son without that father figure being there how to there's the mom is not there to show them how to be a man a woman can't show um a boy how to be a man she can raise him up and make sure that they're surviving and give them the basics but a woman can't sh show a boy how to be a man i used to think that hey it was fine i'm so independent and i didn't want my boys to be um tortured or chastised by nobody else so i, I wouldn't have anybody else in the household coming up you know with their dad not being there and being a role model or just stepping up so I I, ten, I took the choice of uh, raising them on my own, <laughs> which was um, now I realized that was a bad mistake because 
the simple fact is my boys I gave them the basics but they're still yearning for the point of that father figure and I, t- I you know I apologize and apologizing doesn't fix years of of absence so to speak so that's just I have to deal with whatever it is that is being dished out or what is there to come for them and needless to say you know regardless of what of decisions that my sons have made I that doesn't make me um, love them less I might get disappointed in some things but then I have to always look back at the choice that I made and the choice that I decide to have children with with someone that chose not to be to take father <laughs> being a father as important as it should have been being a parent is um a wonderful thing that's because you have some people in this world that can't produce children so i feel like that's just that's a wonderful thing to um have children but when you have them you're supposed to appreciate them and um and and teach them so they can grow up to be the young men that they supposed to be but they can't do that wholeheartedly by trying to find out who they are and what they are and why they're here and don't get me wrong you know a lot of people don't know that right off bat but you know with the history it it really altered a lot of it and it started off the alternates um from back in the day and we can't change stuff that's in the past so we have to just uh take the good with the bad and just like keep going you know but then that that gives my sons the same type of spirit that they don't want to be a father or they have children and then they don't want to be you know a father or role models for their kids and and it's just a ongoing process and it has to be stopped at some point in time and it only can be stopped if uh if people are willing to work at it you know not just allow um things a demolition to stay there like gravity and wait for gravity to make something move or feel better so we have to take actions on the bad decisions that we have made so we won't have to endure so much of the the bad consequences of it you have a lot of women out here trying to uh, survive so they're doing things out of the ordinary just to, to to survive and then these young men are seeing these young boys are seeing this type of behavior then they don't have no respect for females they might have they might say hey i you know i respect my mama because it sounds good but then deep down inside they don't really respect them because then they'll get with another get with a female and disrespect her call her out her name and and do all types of stuff to her cheat on her and not just have no regard to existence or having respect for another individual and that comes with the point of absenteeism amongst fathers that's not being there 
as well as mothers too but where our subject today is about you know fathers being there for their sons in order for them to find out who they are <laughs> I hate to even bring this up but my son whenever they were going through the puberty age I was just so lost I thought it was funny with certain things but you know you go to school and they teach you about sex education and stuff like that and that's the only thing I had to go off of because um as I was coming up you know you, my my mom told me hey just don't have sex and that was not the right way to do it but I guess she just was going by what she was taught and and to say that but I just always told my sons to use protection and you make sure that this is what you decide that you want to do and um, you need to come and talk to me of course you know they didn't do that I had to find it out the hidden way and I guess that's just the spirit of the nature that's in the environment because they sneak and do stuff because they feel like it, it it's going to make them feel good at the moment but then they don't think about the consequences afterwards so that's you know a whole nother subject it's just really sad that uh, these young boys are lost and they don't know who they are because the simple fact of their father not being there, not to tell them, hey, son, job well done, or if they fall, you know, hey, it's okay, you can get up and try it again. You know, sometimes um, young boys, they need to hear that from their fathers. Just plain and simple. They just have to hear that. They don't need to see or attach themselves onto role models by someone that's on television. Just because they're a celebrity on TV doesn't mean they're a celebrity in life. And, um, you know, it's just bad behaviors get, you know, tapped onto and people tend to uh, do what the celebrities do. And that's not that's not always good in that case because then you're not you're forgetting about your morals and the respect or the the respect that your mom has taught you or your grandmother has taught you or or so on. So you know, I really feel sorry for a lot of these young boys because they're drowning in absenteeism of fathers and we really need our men to step up and to be fathers and 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 stop being so fast to quit because they don't want to go through the, the drama and stuff like that with other females you didn't go through drama when you were making these kids so why are you just up and quitting whenever the, the goings get tough or whatever it it doesn't make any sense you're just doing the same thing what your father did and i wish they would just embrace that and and um step up and do something different because um they need to be loved and and um and understand as well but these fathers nowadays they they you're becoming father a father at 10 and 12 years old and you're still a baby yourself I guess if people would have had the, enough courage and mindset to sit down and explain stuff 
to the or just even had the the time for that just to explain what was bringing bringing a life into the world was about i think the thing things would be a lot better don't you think i think so somebody would have sat down and told me about some stuff like that and the consequences of it and you just want to feel something because you're curious to what is happening and you're curious to hey i got I'm, i guess i could do a better job than that um or you can get to the point that you could be so in love and you're like oh we're so in love and we want to be attached to one another and we're going to be together forever ever and they just because they see ken and barbie did this that mean that they can't do they're gonna do it ken and barbie get put in the um back in the closet and they don't have no consequences for their actions but humans they do <laughs> yeah we, we, we're battling a lot of things that's in our communities that we look over all the time about a lot of different stuff and we tend to think that going to church and jumping up and down and hollering and singing and shouting is going to fix something. That ain't going to fix a damn thing. I'm just telling you right now. It's not going to fix anything at all. It's more or less you know, hey, you might feel good for the moment, but as soon as you walk out those church doors, you know, you're still going to have that problem there with the point of an absent, an absent father. We, we need these men to step up and to be to be men the best way that they, they can so that these young boys can grow up to know who they are and why they're here and what's the and how they're supposed to to act in a certain way i'm not saying that you got to do the same thing that your father did if it was supposed to have been a good way i'm saying that in order for you to find out who you are and why you are here you got to have some type of foundation to go from and picking up all these different other foundations from other cultures and other people is not getting us nowhere you're not you're not following anything of greater existence that's in you and you 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 you're great just with you being an existent by itself so it's a real touchy subject when it comes down to something like that because I had to endure it with raising children by myself or raising young boys by myself in order for them to become um, a man. Was that the choice that I wanted to make? No. You know, I had my own notion of my fairy tale of how things were going to be. I was going to have kids and I'm going to be married and this and that and Things don't always work out how you fantasize them to be because some people have ulterior motives of other things and then you got other stuff that you got to go through. You got to go through this door of deception. You got to go through this this door of infidelity. Then you got to go through this door of, of crisis, of someone jumping on you, beating on you, disrespecting you, and you don't understand why they're doing this because you're giving them all the love that you feel like that you need to give them. But yet and still, you didn't think about, well, what, what, what did he go through? 
Why is he acting like this? And, you know, you just attach yourself to this demonic spirit and you just pass it on from your young boys to to the next young boys to the next generation and so on. So we're going to have to, you know, try to empower these men so they won't be afraid to be the man that they were destined to be. Yeah. To be the man that they were destined to be. Stop belittling them and um, breaking them down because when you do that in front of your your sons, then your sons they feel like they build up this type of anger and they don't know what it is. And then when they come and they wanna you think they're gonna you think they will take it out on their dad. They're not gonna take it out on their dad. Guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna love their dad regardless of them being there or not. And it's because the simple fact is yeah, they're yearning for love. So they it's like a reverse psychology thing. You give the people that show you the most love and care and understanding um the worst const the worst outcome you, you know you just give them all type of bad behaviors and stuff like that and, and i've seen this too many times where kids get the mom could be the best that she could be she's bending over backwards she's you know working and washing clothes feeding them making sure that they have and then the dad is not there but they, the, the, the son is giving the mom all types of hell. So we need to think about certain things like this because it's like a reverse mechanism of, of, of a, a mechanical failure as a father. And women need to realize that you're not independent when it comes down to you raising children by yourself those kids need both parents they were they were created by both parents and they need both of them can't say hey i don't need my dad hey i don't need my mom you need both of them because not if not then that child is gonna grow up empty and won't and don't understand why my dad didn't ever want to be around me or why my mom never wanted to spend time with me or show me love and have some type of understanding we just gotta break that barrier that has keep that's kept us held back for so long i just wanted to express that about young boys and how they may feel i can't get in depth to it because i never was a boy and um i just want you to know that from what I see out here in in this day in 2018 a lot of these young boys are drowning in absenteeism and and we got to stop it we got to stop it that's all for today you know um please reply you know give me a response on what you feel and your take on it about the absenteeism in a father in a uh, son's relationship. Y'all have a good day. Wow. It is the end of the week. Another Friday. How was you all's day? I hope it was good. I hope everybody 
completed their task and getting ready for the weekend to enjoy maybe relax maybe go out whatever that you decide that you're going to do just something soft and sensual to relax you soothe you on into the weekend let's see what this podcast is going to be about today you know we've been talking about family and so I think that Maybe friends can be a part of the family. How about that? Maybe, 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 maybe. Let's turn this down so you can hear me clearly. Um, What do you think? Do you think friends can be a part of the family? It's definitely part of a relationship. Relationships can consist of more than um, two people. It's a community. Have you had good friends, good associates, people that you dialogue with on a regular basis that, you know, helps carry you out through the day when you're having good times, when you're having bad times, um, in different times? They're part of the family, too. Um, You know, through the years, I've had people that I would say that I call friends and then I sit back and I realize a lot of different stuff about it that means absolutely nothing to the other person. And maybe they feel the same way about me because I begin to grow. And sometimes when you begin to grow, you lose um relationships with with family or even with friends but we our discussion today is about friends you know people that you can call on and tell them your deep dark secrets things that um when you're just feeling down and out you just need somebody to vent to and not worry about them going and talk to somebody else and telling your business to somebody else somebody that you can confide in I used to think that um, as a woman that I could confide in another female friend, but I have come to realize that that's not the case because people tend to um, get upset with you about certain things. and You don't necessarily have to be done, did anything to them. It's just that sometimes maybe you grow or sometimes you just don't agree and sometimes you just agree to disagree to try to keep down confusion. That's just just life, you know. Um, I had this one friend that I thought from my childhood that was really a good friend. And then over the years, I have come to realize that um, she is not as much of my friend as I thought she was. It hurts. But, um, you know, hey, am I angry about it? No, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. And we all get disappointed in decisions that other people make and when they talk amongst other people um, about your business. Or even, it don't necessarily have to be business, just them observing from the outside looking in and not really understanding the decisions that you may have made. I think, personally, that um, when you 
have friends or people that you can confide in that you um you don't just overstep those boundaries by going to talk to another individual about that person's issue unless there's something that is really really sensitive to the point that you know maybe that person feel like they're going to harm themselves or um harm someone else to cause them to get in trouble you want to try to get as much you know reassurance for that person to think in a better way i say that here lately you know um people tend to reject your love or your the relationship that you may have had with them because of the decisions that you make and hey they don't have to really go along with it they don't have to accept it but at the same time as a friend you be there for that person regardless of what i just i just just don't understand those type of um ways when it come down to uh, a decision that another person may have made to keep from um not getting along with another person i'm saying like a best best friend like somebody that you have um you don't slip over at their house y'all don't wore each other clothes when you don't cried on each other you, you know you don't helped each other with your children and you talk to them about decisions when you get upset with your mom or maybe your dad or or f- another friend or something that you are going through um just those type of friends and stuff like that it really hurts whenever the other person don't um be straight up and honest and that's the main thing you know you have people that you really on this earth okay we rely on god for everything but then like you want this fleshly body that be there so you can that you can rely on and say hey um i know this person is going to be there for me regardless and not being there for you to just agree because when you make a bad decision and say well hey um i know she's going to be on my side or i know he's going to be on my side and knowing that with the decision that you're making is wrong i'm talking about a type of friend that's saying when you are making a decision that is wrong and saying they're coming to you and saying hey that's not really what you need to do i'd rather for somebody to tell me something like that to be real with me just just to be real just like you know what i'm saying keeping it real uh, being straight up and honest regardless if it's gonna hurt my feelings or not i'd rather for you to be straight up and honest with me as a friend that's not the case nowadays with certain people some people back in the day a few years back they used to tell me hey girl you you're too straight up you're too too blunt like you know what i'm saying hey you know it is what it is you know you don't want someone to keep making bad decisions and and it's just putting them down bringing them down further just like they're struggling they're they're suffocating for some type of relief and you want happiness for everyone so when you want happiness for everyone you're going to tell me the good things the bad things and the indifferent things you're going to be there for me um I recently got married and my husband is my best friend. Sometimes I don't want to tell him stuff because it tends to make him uh, look at another person a different way. And that's just with anybody. But 
that's just life, you know, hey, let's go for my mom or his mom or his sisters or my brothers or whatever. Like you, I, I don't want to tell him things to make them, him, that person look at the other person a different type of way. But when they don't know the whole truth or why a person reacts the way that they react or why they decided to make that type of decision. I'm just saying like, you know, just like little personal thing. Like say, for instance, if a person wants to up and at a certain age and wants to get um, married or wants to um, have children or wants to go back to school or just big decisions and stuff and you go and confide in your friend about it and they really just going like, hey, you can do it. <laughs> that I'm that type of person. I'm like, hey, you could do whatever that you set your mind to. But then at the same time, I always tell that person, like, hey, you got to set yourself up for something like that. Don't add more stress onto your life whenever you're dealing with something else. But you can do anything that you put your mind to. That's just the type of spirit of person that I am because I don't seen so much turmoil and dysfunctional in families and friends and stuff like that. And I just sit back and you like, you want those people to... Um, just feel good about everything and and it's not going to be that way all the time you know it's just going to be to the point that hey we're going to make mistakes and then you're going to get up and you're going to try it again it's just like riding a bike you know you can remember when you first started riding a bicycle or tricycle or whatever I remember my dad was showing me that or whatever and I had my little bicycle with the little well first of all I had a big wheel you know, I'm I'm pretty old now. I, I had the big wheel and the big wheel. Oh boy, I just felt like I was had the cat like big wheels. Like my big wheel was slamming. Oh my God, my dad he had all type of things when it came down to toys and stuff that people had and gave him. And when you get on that big wheel, you got to worry about that big wheel falling down because he had a flat surface. And you know what I'm saying? And you just pedal and you just keep going. Now, I don't advance to the the uh the tricycle and then the tricycle it had the training wheels on it and I fell a couple of times, but guess what? I got back up and I tried it again. And so that type of thing in life we get back up and we try things again, especially when they're dealing with friends and stuff like that. You you confide in them and you, you open up to them and you allow them to hurt you. And not saying that they're deliberately doing it, but then it's because they're dealing with some type of hurt. And then they you are the one that absorbs that that uh that pain and they take it out on you and my husband tell me all the time you always be talking to people and then i have to uh reap the um the repercussions of it or whatever hey they ain't talking to you today (laughs) i i have to laugh it off because you know everybody goes through trials and tribulations and sometimes they just need that person to talk to and me i'm a pretty good listener I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And I'm dissecting it because I want to pay attention because I want you to be relieved of any type of pain that you may be going through. I don't want you to keep going through um, different stuff over and over again and you're trying to find a way out. Because that's what God put us here for, to help one another. We're here to live. But we're also here to enjoy life too. And um and when we 
tend to enjoy life, we make sometimes good decisions as well as bad. And when those bad decisions comes up, we have to realize that um, we got to readjust our way of going and doing and and um, make a better decision and, and just try it again. It's just like riding a bicycle. Don't give up on it. You want to just uh, keep trying and stuff like that. And I guess when you have friends and stuff, you want to uh, keep giving them the second chance, third chance. Now, you know, like sometimes some friends, they just run out. Like I had this one particular friend, you know, that every time you turn around, it was always a sad story. A sad story that she was going through. But I was like, well, maybe you need to do this here and that there in order to try to, you know, just like work on you. I always tell people to work on them. Just like I, I would want somebody to tell me that. You know, I, I want to work on myself daily. And um, life just, you know, sometimes you you get to a stop sign and maybe there's an accident up there. And that's just, that's how life rolls. You know, you get to a stop sign and then you see it saying stop. You got to stop and try something else or do something else in order to try to fix whatever that you're going through. And don't always blame the next person for your mishap or your misunderstanding because they're going through stuff just like you are. That's just something that I wanted to express to the point of dealing with um, a relationship amongst friends. And it's their part of family. We're all family. We all are here for a purpose. We all are here to to live and then to enjoy life and to help one another. And when we times get tough, we, there's another person there to try to pick you up. That's just the godliness in us. Like we are all gods, kings and queens, white, black, blue or green. We are here for one another. We we empower each other. We have so much power in 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 our in ourselves or whatever the case may be, but we tend to look over it because hey, you know, our emotions and our feelings get altered by decisions that other people have made and caused pain amongst one another. And uh, we can't just let that stop us because we may, we have caused that same type of pain amongst another person. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not just saying just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. You want to keep hurting people and causing pain towards another person, but you want to embrace them and you want to love them and you want them to come up out of any um, demonic, uninviting environment or situation that they may be in. And that's what you call a real true friend, somebody that's going to listen to you and be there for you and and tell me when I'm wrong. Tell that person when they're wrong. Tell them, hey, listen, hey, this that ain't working. Well, they did this to me and you always being the victim about something. Sometimes we tend to we we're protective creatures when it comes time come down to one another. But you got to think about it. You really have to think about it. The big picture, like, hey, what did I do to cause this person to react the way that they react? Or did I make the right decision to try to involve myself in that person at that particular time because they were going through something? And then you have to look at people's backgrounds, too. 
it's just so many things to deal with when you're trying to deal with um, emotions and feelings amongst friends and family and loved ones. And that's just all in a big circle, like the earth, you know what I'm saying? Like just a big circle to the point of just we have so much love to give, but we choose to make other decisions where we get we put off hate and um, discomfort to the next person. We got to stop this type of thing. You know what I'm saying? If you are, you get to the point you have good friends or somebody that you can really, really count on, you, you appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you don't mistreat it or, um, don't appreciate it. You, you be there for that person as well as that person being there for you. You listen to them. Hey, um, maybe I just need a hug today. Did you call them and say, hey, how you doing? I, um... What's going on with you? Do you do you need anything? Are you good? You know what I'm saying? Just being straight up with people. Sometimes outside looking in, you just never know what another person is going through. And so you want to, you know, give off that positive energy and love and embrace everyone. Because everyone goes through something at a, a particular time there's nobody on this earth that just, just don't go through trials and tribulations sometimes everybody's not gonna make the right decision all the time but we're gonna make what will be the best decision after a, a few practices a, a few fall off the bicycle situations a few um just just live situations hey it didn't work this way hey it didn't work that way but we tend to wake up the next day and we try it again. I wish we, everyone would give as much energy to relationships that they have amongst people as if they did when they go get up and go to work every day. A lot of people get up and go to work every day because they want to make sure they, for comfort, you know. But God provides everything for us. He has provided everything for us that doesn't cost anything. Like, we don't need money, period. That's something that has been made up. Um, but mon- money have, have spoiled us. And that's just that's just what it is. I had posted that something a few months back, maybe a year ago, about the point that um, how money... That we don't need money. And I had a few people, family members. He went, well, what what we going to do then? You know, coming up from the old school way. You know what I'm saying? You didn't necessarily, you didn't need money. You had water. God provides water. He, he provides light. He provides shelter for everyone. So, with that being said, you don't need money for anything. Money is just a comfort thing to make things a little bit more comfortable. And, um... Sometimes it takes to the point of of a person not really realizing things like that, just taking little small things for granted. Um, you tend to take things for granted when it comes down to relationships. So you give as much energy and as much positiveness as the point of being attentive to every situation with another person. Um, and that's where the money comes in at. Um, 
you know, people grow and some people stump stunt at their growth. They don't do the same thing that you do or get out there and work and do all these different things and stuff like that. And you're not going to agree with, hey, I, I wouldn't be doing that. And then you sometimes lose friends like that. The reason why, because, hey, was this this new song out 2018? I'm living my best life. Whatever that supposed to mean for whatever individual that it is, you're just enjoying life because we're not promised to be here tomorrow or the next second or the next minute, regardless of what you just want to enjoy every moment that you have. And you want to thank God for every moment that you uh, may have. And, and during those times, you know what I'm saying, those relationships that you may have with other people, you want to appreciate them as well, you know, um, embracing the point of friends as well as they are part of your family. And we are all family, and regardless of what, you know, some people get animals and they become a part they're their best friends or they say well hey a man best friend is a dog and some i see some guys out here on the road as i drive and stuff like that they get out when they have their dogs and their dogs are very protecting that's their best friend and they really um appreciate it like the dog talk back to them or anything like that but they're there if they wanted to you know vent hey you got fido sitting over there on the side and you upset with your wife or your your friend or something like that you vent it to the dog that dog has feelings just like we do um cat whatever it is um what animal of choice or whatever that it is you know what i'm saying you you vent to it and that person and you appreciate them you know of course if you're telling it to the dog uh, the dog ain't even go go tell another dog that uh <laughs> that uh you know my master John said so and so about so and so. He ain't got to worry about that. That'd probably be a good thing for me to invest in is a dog. Ain't <laughs> got to worry about somebody else going back and telling nothing or whatever. But that's just a little humor about it. It's just that you know you you still want that other person that you can dialogue with and just talk back and forth to and um exchange um thoughts and feelings and stuff like that and it's always a good thing i I would never say, well, hey, I'm just not gonna deal with people anymore, regardless of what you could talk bad about me or the next person or anybody that's around me. Of course, I'm gonna absorb that negative energy, but I'm gonna also release it. And I'm not going to release it by lashing back at you or lashing back at the next person or trying to give it to somebody else. Of course, I'm going to go to my husband. We're going to talk about it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to listen to me some jazz. I'm going to listen to me some positive speaking, some positive influence. I'm going to do something positive and I'm going to release it that way. If I have to do yoga, stand up um side down whatever it is to try to release any negative energy that i may get from another person that i can't because you can't make people do what they don't want to do you can't make nobody love you the way that you want them to love you you can't make people understand your feelings or your pain like they like theirs so you just appreciate whatever it is that you that you are embracing when you come down to family as well as when it when it comes to the point of friends you know 
We all have a friend in each other. If you don't love yourself, how can you expect for somebody else to love you? Sometimes that that's that's kind of touchy, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Do unto others as others has done unto you. Appreciate people and um just love on one another. Th- that's the main thing. I I just um I just want people to understand that uh, there's a lot to try to give as well as there's a lot to receive. So embrace the people that you call friends. Appreciate them as well as they appreciate you. You know, it's um, Friday night. And um, some people have got paid and, you know, take you and your friend out sometime. Maybe send your friend a flower or um, do something to show that person that you appreciate them. You know, you don't have to spend a whole lot, but you can do little sweet little things from time to time just to show that person, hey, I understand that you're going through whatever that you're going through. And I don't want you to go through that. So, you know and I'm saying it's going to be all right. I'm here for you. And you want that type of positive energy to be, you know, allowed in your life. And uh, people tend to not understand that. But, hey, it, it it's more to life than to just be bitter and angry with someone. You know what I'm saying? Just... To be bitter and angry with some someone about absolutely nothing. So, it it just all depends um, what what you decide to do when it comes down to certain things. I don't care if you call that person on the phone and sing the Barney song "I Love You." It does. It's just it's something that's nice, and people like nice things. It makes them feel so good. It'd be so many things that I'd be want to do for people, but then I, I kind of stand back because then I'd be like trying to guard my heart and don't don't know how they're gonna react, and so I need to step out on it a little bit more and allow them other people to know, hey, I'm thinking about you, and I, I hope that everything is okay and things are going well. That type of thing there that helps people out from time to time you just want you want people to um to know that they're they're liked or they're loved by you by your reactions that you may give go and see them from time to time hey hey girl what's up homie you know how you doing and stuff like that in order to let that person know hey i'm i'm thinking about you and I, I want you to know that I appreciate all the times that we've had with one another and and it's and it's just um a, t- a good type of bond. I don't know. It just all depends. With me speaking about this today, you know, I, I need to step it up a little bit more too. People don't call me and say, "Girl, how you doing?" But then I don't do that all the time either. So you can learn from a lot of your mistakes 
as well as you could learn from other people's mistakes by your mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And you sit back and like, hey, I'm not even doing that either. Or whatever. So that's just something to think about when it comes down to friends as well as um, to let you know that they are part of family too. And they they need just as much love as, as your family do. Yes, yes, yes. This is Mental Beauty. And I want you all to have a happy, prosperous weekend. Enjoy. Go out with your friends. Have some drinks. Um, Make sure you have a designated driver. And um, just enjoy your weekend. Toodles. Wow. It is the end of the week. Another Friday. How was you all's day? I hope it was good. I hope everybody completed their task and getting ready for the weekend to enjoy. Maybe relax. Maybe go out. Whatever that you decide that you're going to do. Just something soft and sensual to relax you, soothe you on into the weekend. Let's see what this podcast is going to be about today. You know, we've been talking about family. And so I think that maybe friends can be a part of the family. How about that? Maybe, 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 maybe. Let's turn this down so you can hear me clearly. Um, What do you think? Do you think friends can be a part of the family? It's definitely part of a relationship. Relationships can consist of more than um, two people. It's, it's a community. Have you had good friends, good associates, people that you dialogue with on a regular basis that, you know, helps carry you out through the day when you're having good times, when you're having bad times, um, in different times, they're part of the family too. Um, you know, through the years, I've had people that I would say that I call friends and then I sit back and I realize a lot of different stuff about it that means absolutely nothing to the other person and maybe they feel the same way about me because I begin to grow and sometimes when you begin to grow you lose um, relationships with with family or even with friends but we're, our discussion today is about friends, you know, people that you can call on and tell them your deep, dark secrets, things that um, when you're just feeling down and out, you just need somebody to vent to and not worry about them going and talk to somebody else and telling your business to somebody else, somebody that you can confide in. I used to think that um, as a woman that I could confide and another female friend but I have come to realize that that's not the case because people tend to um, 
get upset with you about certain things. And you don't necessarily have to be done, did anything to them. It's just that sometimes maybe you grow or sometimes you just don't agree. And sometimes you just agree to disagree to try to keep down confusion. That's just, just life, you know, um, I had this one friend that I thought from my childhood that was really a good friend. And then over the years, I have come to realize that um, she is not as much of my friend as I thought she was. It hurts. But, um, you know, hey, am I angry about it? No, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. And we all get disappointed in decisions that other people make and when they talk amongst other people um, about your business. Or even, it don't necessarily have to be business, just them observing from the outside looking in and not really understanding the decisions that you may have made. I think, personally, that um, when you have friends or people that you can confide in, that you um, you don't just overstep those boundaries by going to talk to another individual about that person's issue. Unless it's something that is really, really sensitive to the point that, you know, maybe that person feel like they're going to harm themselves or um, harm someone else to cause them to get in trouble. You want to try to get as much, you know, reassurance for that person to think in a better way. I say that here lately, you know, um, people tend to reject your love or your, the relationship that you may have had with them because of the decisions that you make. And Hey, they don't have to really go along with it. They don't have to accept it. But at the same time, as a friend, you be there for that person, regardless of what. I just, I just, just don't understand those type of um, ways when it come down to uh, a decision that another person may have made to keep from um, not getting along with another person. I'm saying like a best best friend, like somebody that you have, um, you don't slip over at their house, y'all don't wore each other clothes when you don't cried on each other, you, you know, you don't helped each other with your children and you talk to them about decisions when you get upset with your mom or maybe your dad or, or f- another friend or something that you are going through. Um, just those type of friends and stuff like that. It really hurts whenever the other person don't, um, be straight up and honest. And that's the main thing. You know, you have people that you really, on this earth okay we rely on god for everything but then like you want this fleshly body that be there so you can that you can rely on and say hey um i know this person is going to be there for me regardless and not being there for you to just agree because when you make a bad decision and say well hey um i know she's going to be on my side or i know he's going to be on my side and knowing that with the decision that you're making is wrong, I'm talking about a type of friend that's saying when you are making a decision that is wrong and saying they're coming to you and saying, hey, that's not really what you need to do. I'd rather for somebody to tell me something like that, to be real with me, 
just just to be real just like you know what i'm saying keeping it real uh, being straight up and honest regardless if it's gonna hurt my feelings or not i'd rather for you to be straight up and honest with me as a friend that's not the case nowadays with certain people some people back in the day a few years back they used to tell me hey girl you you're too straight up you too too blunt like you know what i'm saying hey you know it is what it is you know you don't want someone to keep making bad decisions and and it's just putting them down bringing them down further just like they're struggling they're they're suffocating for some type of relief and you want happiness for everyone so when you want happiness for everyone you're going to tell me the good things the bad things and the indifferent things you're going to be there for me um I recently got married and my husband is my best friend. Sometimes I don't want to tell him stuff because it tends to make him uh, look at another person a different way. And that's just with anybody, but that's just life you know hey let's go for my mom or his mom or his sisters or my brothers or whatever like you i i don't want to tell him things to make them him that person look at the other person a different type of way but when they don't know the whole truth or why a person reacts the way that they react or why they decided to make that type of decision I'm just saying like, you know, just like little personal thing. Like say for instance, if a person wants to up in at a certain age and wants to get um, married or wants to um, have children or wants to go back to school or just big decisions and stuff and you go and confide in your friend about it and they really just going like, hey, you can do it. <laughs> that I'm that type of person. I'm like, hey, you could do whatever that you set your mind to. But then at the same time, I always tell that person like, hey, you got to set yourself up for something like that. Don't add more stress onto your life whenever you're dealing with something else. But you can do anything that you put your mind to. That's just the type of spirit of person that I am because I don't seen so much turmoil and dysfunctional in families and friends and stuff like that. And I just sit back and you like you want those people to um just feel good about everything and and it's not going to be that way all the time you know it's just going to be to the point that hey we're going to make mistakes and then you're going to get up and you're going to try it again it's just like riding a bike you know you can remember when you first started riding a bicycle or tricycle or whatever i remember my dad was showing me that or whatever and i had my little bicycle with the little well, well first of all i had a big wheel you know, I'm I'm pretty old now. I, I had the big wheel and the big wheel. Oh boy, I just felt like I was had the Cadillac of big wheels. Like my big wheel was slamming. Oh my God, my dad he had all type of things when it came down to toys and stuff that people had and gave him. And when you get on that big wheel, you got to worry about that big wheel falling down because he had a flat surface. And you know what I'm saying? And you just pedal and you just keep going. Now, I don't advance to the the uh, the tricycle. And then the tricycle, it had the training wheels on it. And I fell a couple of times. But guess what? I got back up and I tried it again. And so that type of thing in life, 
we get back up and we try things again, especially when they're dealing with friends and stuff like that. You you confide in them and you you open up to them and you allow them to hurt you. And not saying that they're deliberately doing it, but then it's because they're dealing with some type of hurt. And then they you are the one that absorbs that that uh that pain and they take it out on you and my husband tell me all the time you always be talking to people and then i have to uh reap the um the repercussions of it or whatever hey they ain't talking to you today (laughs) i i have to laugh it off because you know everybody goes through trials and tribulations and sometimes they just need that person to talk to and me i'm a pretty good listener I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And I'm dissecting it because I want to pay attention because I want you to be relieved of any type of pain that you may be going through. I don't want you to keep going through um, different stuff over and over again and you're trying to find a way out. Because that's what God put us here for, to help one another. We're here to live. But we're also here to enjoy life too. And um, and when we tend to enjoy life, we make sometimes good decisions as well as bad. And when those bad decisions comes up, we have to realize that um, we got to readjust our way of going and doing and, and um, make a better decision and, and just try it again. It's just like riding a bicycle. Don't give up on it. You want to just keep trying and stuff like that. And I guess when you have friends and stuff, you want to uh, keep giving them the second chance, third chance. Now, you know, like sometimes some friends, they just run out. Like I had this one particular friend, you know, that every time you turn around, it was always a sad story. A sad story that she was going through. But I was like, well, maybe you need to do this here and that there in order to try. You know, just like work on you. I always tell people to work on them. Just like I I would want somebody to tell me that. You know, I want to work on myself daily. And um, life just, you know, sometimes you... You get to a stop sign and maybe there's an accident up there. And that's just, that's how life rolls. You know, you get to a stop sign and then you see it saying stop. You got to stop and try something else or do something else in order to try to fix whatever that you're going through. And don't always blame the next person for your mishap or your misunderstanding because they're going through stuff just like you are. That's just something that I wanted to express to the point of dealing with um, a relationship amongst friends. And it's their part of family. We're all family. We all are here for a purpose. We all are here to to live and then to enjoy life and to help one another. And when we times get tough, we, there's another person there to try to pick you up. That's just the godliness in us. Like we are all gods, kings and queens, white, black, blue or green. We are here for one another. We we empower each other. We have so much power in 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 our in ourselves or whatever the case may be, but we tend to look over it because hey, you know, our emotions and our feelings get altered by decisions that other people have made and caused pain amongst one another. And uh, 
we can't just let that stop us because we may we have caused that same type of pain amongst another person so you know what i'm saying it's not just saying just keep doing it just keep doing it you want to keep hurting people and causing pain towards another person but you want to embrace them and you want to love them and you want them to come up out of any um demonic uninviting environment or situation that they may be in and that's what you call a real true friend somebody that's gonna listen to you and be there for you and and tell me when i'm wrong tell that person when they're wrong tell them hey listen hey this that ain't working well they did this to me and you always being the victim about something sometimes we tend to we we're protective creatures when it come time come down to one another but you got to think about it. You really have to think about it. The big picture, like, hey, what did I do to cause this person to react the way that they react? Or did I make the right decision to try to involve myself in that person at that particular time because they were going through something? And then you have to look at people's backgrounds, too. It's just so many things to deal with when you're trying to deal with um, emotions and feelings amongst friends and family and loved ones. And that's just all in a big circle, like the earth, you know what I'm saying? Like just a big circle to the point of just we have so much love to give, but we choose to make other decisions where we get we put off hate and um, discomfort to the next person. We got to stop this type of thing. You know what I'm saying? If you are, you get to the point you have good friends or somebody that you can really, really count on, you, you appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you don't mistreat it or, um, don't appreciate it. You, you be there for that person as well as that person being there for you. You listen to them. Hey, um, maybe I just need a hug today. Did you call them and say, hey, how you doing? I, um... What's going on with you? Do you do you need anything? Are you good? You know what I'm saying? Just being straight up with people. Sometimes outside looking in, you just never know what another person is going through. And so you want to, you know, give off that positive energy and love and embrace everyone. Because everyone goes through something at a, a particular time. There's nobody on this earth that just, just don't go through trials and tribulations sometimes everybody's not gonna make the right decision all the time but we're gonna make what will be the best decision after a a few practices a, a few fall off the bicycle situations a few um just just live situations hey it didn't work this way hey it didn't work that way but we tend to wake up the next day and we try it again I wish we everyone would give as much energy to relationships that they have amongst people as if they did when they go get up and go to work every day a lot of people get up and go to work every day because they want to make sure they for comfort you know but god provides everything for us he has provided everything for us that doesn't cost anything like we don't need money period that's something that has been made up. Um, but mon- money have have spoiled us. And that's just 
that's just what it is. I had posted that something a few months back, maybe a year ago, about the point that um, how money that we don't need money, and I had a few people, family members. He went, well, what what we gonna do then? You know, coming up from the old school way, you know what I'm saying? You didn't necessarily, you didn't need money. You had water. God provides water. He he provides light. He provides shelter for everyone. So, with that being said, you don't need money for anything. Money is just a comfort thing to make things a little bit more comfortable. And um, sometimes it takes to the point of of a person not really realizing things like that, just taking little small things for granted. Um, you tend to take things for granted when it comes down to relationships. So you give as much energy and as much positiveness as the point of being attentive to every situation with another person. Um, and that's where the money comes in at. Um, you know, people grow and some people stump stunt at their growth. They don't do the same thing that you do or get out there and work and do all these different things and stuff like that. And you're not going to agree with, hey, I, I wouldn't be doing that. And then you sometimes lose friends like that. The reason why, because, hey, I, was this this new song out 2018? I'm living my best life. Whatever that supposed to mean for whatever individual that it is. You just enjoying life because we're not promised to be here tomorrow or the next second or the next minute, regardless of what you just want to enjoy every moment that you have. And you want to thank God for every moment that you uh, may have. And, and during those times, you know what I'm saying? Those relationships that you may have with other people, you want to appreciate them as well, you know? Um, embracing the point of friends as well as they are part of your family. And we are all family. And regardless of what, you know, some people get animals and they become a part. They're their best friends. Or they say, well, hey, a man's best friend is a dog. And some I see some guys out here on the road as I drive and stuff like that. And they get out when they have their dogs, and their dogs are very protective. That's their best friend, and they really um, appreciate it. Like the dog talk back to them or anything like that. But they're there if they wanted to, you know, vent. Hey, got Fido sitting over there on the side, and you upset with your wife or your your friend or something like that. You vent it to the dog. That dog has feelings just like we do. Um, cat whatever it is um what animal of choice or whatever that it is you know what i'm saying you you vent to it and that person and you appreciate them you know of course if you're telling it to the dog uh the dog ain't gonna go go tell another dog that uh <laughs> that uh you know my master john said so-and-so about so-and-so he ain't gotta worry about that that'd probably be a good thing for me to invest in is a dog <laughs> You got to worry about somebody else going back and telling nothing or whatever. But there's just a little humor about it. It's just that, you know, you you still want that other person that you can dialogue with and just talk back and forth to and um, exchange um, thoughts and feelings and stuff like that. And it's always a good thing. I, I would never say, well, hey, I'm just not going to deal with people anymore, regardless of what 
you could talk bad about me or the next person or anybody that's around me. Of course, I'm going to absorb that negative energy, but I'm going to also release it. And I'm not going to release it by lashing back at you or lashing back at the next person or trying to give it to somebody else. Of course, I'm going to go to my husband. We're going to talk about it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to listen to me some jazz. I'm going to listen to me some positive speaking, some positive influence. I'm going to do something positive and I'm going to release it that way. If I have to do yoga, stand up, um, side down, whatever it is to try to release any negative energy that I may get from another person that I can't, cause you can't make people do what they don't want to do. You can't make nobody love you the way that you want them to love you. You can't make people understand your feelings or your pain like they, like theirs. So you just appreciate whatever it is that you, that you are embracing when you come down to family as well as when it when it comes to the point of friends you know we all have a friend in each other if you don't love yourself how can you expect for somebody else to love you sometimes that that's that's kind of touchy but at the same time you know what i'm saying do unto others as others has done unto you appreciate people and um just love on one another that's the main thing i i just um i just want people to understand that uh there's a lot to try to give as well as there's a lot to receive so embrace the people that you call friends appreciate them as well as they appreciate you you know it's um friday night and um some people have got paid and you know take you and your friend out sometime maybe send your friend a flower or um do something to show that person that you appreciate them you know you don't have to spend a whole lot, but you can do little sweet little things from time to time just to show that person, hey, I understand that you're going through whatever that you're going through, and I don't want you to go through that. So, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be all right. I'm here for you. And you want that type of positive energy to be, you know, allowed in your life. And uh, people tend to not understand that but hey it it is more to life than to just be bitter and angry with someone you know what i'm saying just to be bitter and angry with some someone about absolutely nothing so it it just all depends um what what you decide to do when it comes down to certain things. I don't care if you call that person on the phone and sing the Barney song, I love you. It does it's just it's something that's nice. And people like nice things. It makes them feel so good. It'd be so many things that I be want to do for people, but then I, I kinda stand back because then I be like trying to guard my heart and don't don't know how they're gonna react. And so I need to step out on it a little bit more and 
allow them other people to know, hey, I'm thinking about you and I, I hope that everything is okay and things are going well. That type of thing there, that helps people out from time to time. You just want you want people to um, to know that they are they are liked or they are loved by you by your reactions that you may give. Go and see them from time to time. Hey, hey, girl, what's up, homie? You know how you doing and stuff like that. In order to let that person know, hey, I'm I'm thinking about you and. I, I, I want you to know that I appreciate all the times that we've had with one another and and it's and it's just um a, t- a good type of bond. I don't know. It just all depends. With me speaking about this today, you know, I, I need to step it up a little bit more too. People don't call me and say, Girl, how you doing? But then I don't do that all the time either. So you can learn from a lot of your mistakes as well as you can learn from other people's mistakes by your mistakes. You know what I'm saying? You sit back and like, hey, I'm not even doing that either or whatever. So that's just something to think about when it comes down to friends as well as um, to let you know that they are part of family, too. And they they need just as much love as as your family do. Yes, yes, yes. This is Mental Beauty. And I want you all to have a happy, prosperous weekend. Enjoy. Go out with your friends. Have some drinks. Um, Make sure you have a designated driver. And um, just enjoy your weekend. Toodles. Good evening. Hi. It's been a while, a few days since I've been on and I needed to touch base about basically family. Family can be the best thing in the world if you appreciate one another. But when it comes to different viewpoints of what each other may feel about one another or decisions that another one has made that each other don't agree on, then family can be one of the worst things ever. I say that with much respect because family is something that's supposed to be a good thing, I think. But throughout my life, I have realized that everything is not going to be the way it's stated in a dictionary when it comes down to, or an almanac, the meaning of it, when it comes to emotion and attachment and spiritual viewpoints as well as just not making the right decisions with certain things take um when you're when you're deciding on family you would think of it being like um a mom and a dad 
some um, some children, grandma, granddad, and so on and so on. And that could just be the foundation of it. But the foundation of family is love. Love is the best foundation for anything that we may encounter in life, period. But at at the point of another person's feelings and stuff like that, it, it can be somebody might say, well, um, stability is the foundation. Or some might say children are the foundation or some might say that the father is the foundation or the mother is the foundation so on whatever viewpoint that you may think things to be when it comes down to family um it's the togetherness it's a group thing family is a group word and uh we tend to uh not appreciate one another from time to time you know that's that's just life um some may do things to one another that that cause a lot of hurt and pain and disappointments and letdowns and sometimes it could be just uplifting you know it's just all about how you take in how you appreciate it i always had the dream of having a family where there was like nothing but love and honor and respect and this and that but outside looking in or inside looking out, I might say, well, hey, uh, the, somebody down the street's family is doing much better than mine because my family don't show as much love as this family do. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors with anybody's family um, but your own. And you can't compare what another pe- person is doing compared to what you're doing and you're seeing on the outside. You just have to take the good with the bad and just keep it moving. Not all the time it works that way because sometimes there's lives lost and souls lost and just so many different things that is lost amongst people. And when you can't mend something, if you're not willing to let go of the hurt that another person has put on you that that alters the point of the groupness or the togetherness and stuff like that i can remember when i was younger we used to always be at my aunt's house or my grandma's house and and stuff like that really didn't have a whole bunch of uh men around but it it was a few uh, cousins and uncles and stuff like that but it was mostly a bunch of women, and we and they they tend to if you know you had um, a bunch of women in a family, uh, they get out and they 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 cook and and make just make people feel good about themselves with certain things, not not verbally. <laughs> the family that I grew up with, but not all family is the same because a lot of people had to get out and work and. They were so tired and, and just wasn't able to do a lot of things that they would like to do. But at the end of the day, it it makes you appreciate the love that that person got out there and tried to provide for you. So the main thing is when you think about family, you got to always think about 
this sacrifice that another person has made for you. Um, things that they they didn't give up on you. They kept they kept going. You have some family members that were run. <laughs> they wouldn't they would have children and they wouldn't take care of them and they wouldn't appreciate the good good things that they can get from you as well as the bad. Um, not looking at what great asset another person can bring to a relationship and a, a family is a is a, a form of relationship it's a, a form of togetherness but we don't break it down and look at it from that point of view we just go through the motions and not appreciate one another and then hold grudges as if <laughs> as if you you just you have to laugh to keep from crying as if it, the grudge is going to be moved by nothing <laughs> like gravity or something like that just like you don't held a grudge um you, petty grudges to be honest you got family members that's upset with one another because the mom gave them one child more than the other and then not even thinking about the point that uh that one child probably took that that mother or that father through more anguish than the other one. They don't look at things like that. And me coming up, I saw that a lot. And a lot when it came down to the point of one child being treated better than the other. And that builds up a lot of tension amongst another child or that's building up that type of giving that other those children those type of spirits where um they don't even understand why they upset with one another or they don't understand why they're in competition with one, one another when you have to go back to the root of the problem which would be maybe a mom or a dad treat one better than the other one or vice versa and then think about it what if that mom passes on do you know that mom have still left that 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 pain that she created between those two children, those two siblings, and they don't even know why they're upset with one another. So it's not always good to treat one child better than the other or whatever the case may be, but it's just you just can't have that type of spirit going on because it's generationally passed on to your to your kids and to your kids' kids and the grandkids, great-grandkids and so on. And it's just a bad situation and people growing up empty. But I don't understand why my mom didn't love me. She's treated that one better than she did the other one. Case in point, I I knew this where this family where the um, son, one son got a car when he graduated and then the other son didn't get a car when he graduated. Okay, look at it. You got two boys, both of them graduated. But you left out the point that one kept going to jail, kept being, you know, locked up back and forth, and the parent had to keep going to the schoolhouse for him. And and then not only that, that other child just he just he just didn't get in a whole bunch of trouble. Um he wanted to make life as easy as it could be for his parents because he see what he was the parents had to go through for his, from um, his sibling. 
but he always, his sibling wanted to always fight him or whatever, and he would never fight him back because, hey, bro, I love you. I don't, I don't want to fight you. No, no, no. You just, you just want to fight. You don't want to fight because you know I beat you and all this and that, that, and that wasn't the case. It was just to the point that that mom and dad had to go through so much with that one sibling because of the bad decisions that he made. He had everything, but sometimes you take on um, spirits from other people and maybe it's just in you or whatever the case might be. So you have to guard your spirit as, as, as much as possible. But that one child felt like that his mom and dad treated his sibling better than he did they did him and that wasn't the case that's just one example of a situation that I know of and then you have they grow up and they be you know successful men and women or whatever and they still holding on to that stuff that they went through in the past but mom and dad then went on and then haven't told them no different they still holding on to it when the you know, the wiser child or wiser son or daughter have seen, well, hey, you took mom and dad through all this, these trials and tribulations. That's the reason why she didn't give you or he didn't give you what he gave me. But that the kids don't, uh, when it comes down to life situations, a lot of people don't look at it that way. They take it as a grain of salt as if it's nothing. And they still keep going on and on when you could have made a better decision and realized that, hey, I didn't have to take my parents through that. Or I didn't have to do that. Or I didn't have to make those decisions. But, you know, you have to take the bad decisions that you uh, make as a learning experience to try to do better and not continue to do the same thing over and over again. But... It still don't justify a a parent treating one child better than they do the other. Go back to the point of how parents really work hard sometimes. And then you got some parents that just don't really give a damn. Just plain and simple. Like, hey, you know, I, I created you and... This thing you do what you told, and then, then that's it. And that's not life. That's not how things supposed to be. You got to show children love regardless of what decision that they make. And some say, well, hey, I, I show them love. I, sh- I show them tough love. Sometimes we can be too tough when it comes down to showing love because some people are not always cut from the same cloth. You got some kids that say, well, hey, my mom will just... Or my, or my dad was just really mean. When, when they mean well, because they had to get out, and that's how they were brought up. You know, a lot of older people, 80, 90 years old, I've heard them say, hey, we used to have to get up early in the morning before dawn, go do this and go do that. Nowadays, these kids don't get up to 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I can relate that. That's one of my uh, boiling points there. Like you expect for me to help you out with something and you just not getting up at four or five in the afternoon and all the jobs are closed. All the managers are going gone home. They ain't making they're not making any decision to try to um hire you because you're a slacker. 
So that's neither here nor there. That's like a whole nother subject. But regardless of what, it's a lot of different things. The reason why some parents treat one child better than the other. And it's because of decisions that they make. Does that mean that they don't love them? No. Does that mean that they don't care? No. Does that mean that they're trying to punish them? To a certain extent, I guess. But when you love, when you have children, and you love like you say you love, that's just a whole nother avenue. Like, wow, are you serious? Did I really make this decision? Did I really take my parents through these type of trials and tribulations? And you can't get upset with them about it because this is what you did. This is what you created. You can't get upset with them about it. And uh, you get to a point where you're older and you want to do better. I just, I'm 41 years old and I just know that uh, coming up hard, I'm not saying I came up just with the point of a struggle of just not having basically anything. But at least I can just go back to the point of, my mom, she did, she, I guess she did the best that she could. I feel, still feel like she could have did better, but I just thank God for the trials and tribulations that I went through because when I did get grown, it made me appreciate life a little bit better. Everybody don't appreciate their trials and everybody don't appreciate their tribulations. They still take their parents through the same thing. You could be 40, 30, 40 years old and you still out here drinking and drugging, sleeping with this person and that person and still don't have nothing to show for it. But your mom or your dad done work to the sweat of their brow to try to provide for you. But yet and still, you're just a hindrance. When it comes down to certain things, then you want to feel like you will suffice. Well, I'm grown and I can do for myself. But don't you think... That you owe that to them enough to say, well, hey, mom, dad, I tried and I'm still trying and I'm not giving up. You didn't give up on me, so I'm not going to give up on life and just not do anything. It, it It's really sad how in my culture or and I'm not saying that it's in and not in all cultures, but. In the African culture, we here in the United States, and there's a lot of absent um, fathers, and the fathers supposed to be these role models as well as the mothers too. But it's like we have been conditioned to be told, "Hey, you can get another daddy, but you can't get another mama. <laughs> you can't get neither one of them." That's just so sexist to say something like that, but. That's a way a lot of people think in my culture because nine times out of ten, if you live in a population of two thousand or three thousand people, it's uh, you got with mates. According to having a mom and a dad, you probably got a dad that's done family, three different families. But that's a whole nother story too because that's in the south. A lot of us don't even know who we are and why we're here. So with that being said, you're still bringing on this generational curse of 
having kids grow up and not know why why my mom treat me like this or why my dad treat me like this or why my dad don't ever call me or why my dad or don't do things with me go fishing or or show me how to do other things you have some people in life they feel as if the world owe them a living when you are blessed to just be here and to enjoy it I'm not just saying just accept how people treat you. I'm just saying the point that just live your life and appreciate people, especially your parents that has done all that they can do for you. And even the ones that didn't do a damn thing, but made sure that you was birthed to be here and just appreciate them to that degree. I'm not saying for people to just go around and just, um, hurt you regardless if they mom, dad, sister, brother, or whatever. Family has a, a limit when it comes down to certain things. If you just keep living, well, you, we, we, you know, that's family. That's family. We have to get out of that type of mindset of saying family is family, and family be the the the, work, the first ones to turn their back on you. They'll, um, they'll, they'll love you to a certain extent, but when it comes down to making sound decisions or being conditioned to do something, it, it, it tends to be looked over, and uh, it's not right. You know, we, it's not right. We've been told for so many years to um, obey your mother and your father, but your mom and your dad is... Damn near killing you. Mentally, physically, and emotionally. Not calling you and not being there for you. Working on the jobs and stuff and going to work and feeling as if that's what's life. You go to work and you pay bills and then you die. So then that's what we get instilled in our minds that, hey, can you smell the roses? You can't smell the roses when you're working all the time. You can't... uh, smell the roses when you're paying bills all the time. You don't have no time for yourself. You don't even know who you are. So, that goes way off subject, but at the same time, that type of bitterness and um, uh, be built up into siblings as well as children because the family did not make the right decision to to allow that person to be who they were created to be. Family is family. But at the same time, we are all individual people, regardless if we are at a group or not a group. You just can't go around hurting one another and expecting for people to be okay with it because, hey, that's my mom. It's okay for her to hurt me. Hey, that's my dad. He did the best thing he could, but then he done went and fathered so many different uh, other children down the street, around the corner, and then you want me to respect him. Respect goes a long way with everybody. But then we tend to try to just sit back and just take it like as if we're we don't have no feelings or emotions and stuff like that that's just crazy because then that's like hey I don't have a mind and I don't have 
feelings and stuff, and that's that's not life. We have to realize that um, we have feelings. God um, created everybody. Um, we're not just because they um, made up the point that the um, sperm was introduced to the egg of a scientific thing that we are spiritual beings and we don't have to take a lot of that just because they're family. We have to let go of these grudges and um, and try to take the good with the bad. I always say take the good with the bad because when you take the bad with the good then that allows you to practice and to be able to receive the greater good, the greater good in all people, regardless if it's family or not. We all are created. We're not created the same because we might have likewise or like minds and stuff like that, but we're all individual people and just because they're family doesn't mean that you're supposed to um, absorb or take how they treat you. And you don't go around hurting them either. So, take the good with the bad. And remember, family is not always family. Family.